on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have QAF. Two QAFs in a row. I know it's, uh, I know it's unusual, but <clears throat> we have a big guests coming in this week and uh, some abnormal recording schedules. So we're going to be a little flipped around this week, but next week we'll be back to normal. Um, so we're going to get better today instead of talking shit. So you got to get better. I know you all wanted to talk shit, but uh, for those of you that just started listening, uh, this is Q&AF and this is a Q&A show. You could submit your questions that we answer on the show. That's where we get the questions for the show. You could submit them to us a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforseller.com. And if you don't know, that's DJ. Hello, children. And uh, the second way that you could submit these questions is if you go on YouTube and you go to the Andy Forsella YouTube channel, uh, we do post the full-length shows on YouTube. We just started that recently. Um, if you guys have questions that you'd like us to answer on Q&AF, you could drop those in the comments on Q&AF and we'll pick some from there as well. Um, <clears throat> Other times when you tune in, uh, we have CTI. That's Cruise the Internet. That's the show that would normally air today that you guys uh, are losing out on today. But don't worry, we're going to get you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a society culture, what's going on in the world show. And I know you're wondering, like, well, why is this a business show? But we're talking about all this shit going on in the world. Well, here's the deal, bro. Without freedom, we can't go out and be ballers and make money and kick ass and build awesome shit. All right? So we have to pay attention. We have to keep... One eye on the society to make sure that we're not losing our freedoms and make sure that we can still operate in a free way, uh, in a capitalist way, in a a responsible way uh, to help better ourselves, our communities, and the people around us. We have to know what's going on in the world. And then we have to know the techniques. So this show, Q&AF, is more about the practical techniques of how to win. uh, And then CTI is the environment of how to win. And we need to understand both. So that's CTI. Uh, then we have Real Talk. Real Talk is uh, five to 20 minutes of just real talk that I think needs to be heard. And then we have Full Length. Full Length's where we have a guest come in and we have a conversation, like most other podcasts that you see. And uh, this is a value-driven show, meaning I share with you 24 years of entrepreneurial experience, uh, business experience, life experience, performance experience. Um, in exchange for that, I just ask very simply that you share the show. If we do a good job, if uh, you learn something, if it changed your perspective, just ask that you share the show. That's it, man. So uh, when I say pay to feed, that's what that means. You can share the show. So that's, I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. housekeeping. I don't think I got into CTI too much. C- I mean, we talk a lot of shit on CTI. Yeah, well, I, I think, so, so I was thinking about it. There, there's an argument there that the lack of understanding and lack of focus on the real world issues uh, and too much focus on winning and balling is kind of why we're in this predicament we're in. Is no it, question. Is that, is that a fair argument? I, I, I see it that way. Yeah. I've observed it that way over the last decade. Yeah. I feel like all the high-performing individuals that, <clears throat> you know. When Which I say, is great. Like, winning is great. Yeah. Like, when I say high-performing yeah. individuals, I mean people who aspire to more, people who are out building shit, people who are doing things, people who, you know, you may not be a multimillionaire. You may just be starting out, but you're still a high performance person. You're, you're working to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've grown in such an environment over the last decade, uh, really about the last 15 years uh, for entrepreneurship. And people say, wow, what about 2008? 2008 was one of the best times for building a business that there ever was. And sure, a lot of people lost their shit. 
but there was tremendous opportunity in it, just like there's tremendous opportunity to build things right now. Yeah. Um, when everybody else stops and you keep going, you get to gap out a- against those people automatically by just continuing to move. So there's tremendous opportunity then and now. And I feel like over the last, between 2008 and now, you know, times were so pretty much, I don't think a lot of people had really woken up to a lot of the, of the truly tyrannical shit mm-hmm. that has been going on in our government. I think up until the last couple of years, they did a pretty good job of hiding it to yeah. where, where I'm not saying it didn't exist. Um, it's just that like all of us who were out here building, creating, wanting to do awesome stuff, we stopped paying attention to what was going on in the world, right? And we kind of just figured, well, fuck, it is what it is. It's pretty good. It's politics. I don't like politics. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't really want to mess with that. And, dude, that's true, right? We should dedicate all of our energy because the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, where you put your energy and your focus is where you're going to see fruit grow. Mm. And, you know, when we, when we obsess over politics and we obsess over the environment and we obsess over the sociopolitical goings-on of the day, um, we, we don't have the energy to put in over here. So there's a yeah. fine line. You have yeah. to just know what's going on and then like act the proper way, but then also execute with most of your energy over here. And that's how we actually facilitate change because when we act with mo- most, a lot of people say, well, put all your energy into trying to fix this. Well, that's true, but that doesn't require a full-time fucking job. That's as simple as like just adjusting some basic things, yeah. like having higher standards. Don't allow yourself to be sucked into the fucking matrix. Become an, uh, a non-customer of theirs, meaning you're not a mega consumer. You're not super overweight. You're not fucking lazy. You're not fucking broke. You're not perpetually sick. You're working to not be any of these things that they want us to be so that we become dependent on their structure and system. Those are simple decisions that we make throughout our day that can align right in with building whatever it is we're building right for sure that's really what we're talking about we're talking about and then you know things like going to your local school board meetings or going to your local civic meetings we're not talking about taking all of your focus from over here to over here run for office go yeah yeah we're talking about being aware of this and then making adjustments accordingly you know Mm -hmm. like maybe stop spending your money with the people who propagate this fucking crazy ass far fucking fetch bullshit the woke shit that you know, everybody's rejecting at this point. You know, take your money and put it with small business. Stop spending it with the Globo Corp. Spend it with fucking businesses uh, that are small and medium sized that are owned by actual human beings that provide jobs, that take care of people in their communities. And uh, those, those adjustments can make a big difference. And a massive difference. Yeah, it's everything. That's yeah. all we can do right now unless we want to pick up fucking weapons and go fight, which some of you guys say that, but like, bro, real talk, you ain't ready for that. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that talk that shit, but like, dude, you know, if that were, if that were the case, I mean, wouldn't we already be doing that? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The only way for us reasonable humans to actually have an effect on what's going on uh, is to, to adjust these things, be aware of them and adjust them and put our energy over here. Because over here, when we build a business, we build our careers, we build ourselves, we build everything. We're, we're raising the tide. We're setting the bar. We're setting an example for other people to follow, whether it be our coworkers, our fucking neighbors, our family, our friends, people in our community, when they all see, you know, you, Steve, when they see Steve kicking ass, right? They're like, fuck, I wonder how Steve's kicking ass. They start paying a little bit closer attention. Mm -hmm. They start doing a little bit better. And so, dude, really the key here, and this is why I always say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. The key here is elevating all of our standards 
to the point where we're bringing people with us so that the whole standard elevates. And if the whole standard elevates and we all look at like people who just depend on the government for fucking everything and who are what, you know, people call NPCs, non-playable characters. If you look at them and, and they're the minority, eventually those people stop being that way too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to make this shit socially acceptable. There's a study that came out uh, fucking over the weekend. I saw, you know, too much exercise kills people. And then there's another study, Coke and Diet Coke improve the size of people's testicles. Like, bro, they're so bought in. Like they got 400 pound fucking women on the cover of Healthy Living magazines saying this is healthy. When every motherfucker on the planet knows this ain't fucking healthy. We all fucking know that. Every single one of you knows that's not healthy. Every fucking single one of you. So it goes deeper than just making them people feel good about themselves. And that's what people have to understand. It, dude, no. It's, it goes deeper than, than even making those people feel good, good about themselves in a way where it's propaganda to convince you that it's okay to be lazy, overweight, unhealthy, poor. And they're, they're trying to weed out all the things that make it impossible for people or make it impossible for them to control people. Mm-hmm. Well, so your job, if you don't want to be a fucking slave to these people, is to fucking be the opposite of that. That's what this show is all about, dude. This show is about winning. It's about fucking how to kick ass. It's based in entrepreneurship. But the reality is what it's ultimately about is us having a fucking rebellion without a shot being fired through our culture. It's about us all raising together. You know, stop attacking each other and start attacking the people that are actually doing this fucked up shit. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. 100%. And I think, I think that was also an important message too. Like, you know, cause you can't get ca- too caught up on the other side either. You know, so oh. it's a, it's a perfect healthy relationship we have here at Real AF. So. Yeah, I guess so. Hel- uh, yeah. Functionally Somewhere. dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Well, I, I want to say something too, dude, before we even get into the show. So I didn't post all weekend because my Instagram has been, Instagram totally fucks with me all the fucking time. They, they take my fucking views and they give me all my fucking unbridled views. And the next day it's fucking no views. The next day it's unfiltered views again. It's back and forth, back and forth. Then sometimes I can't upload my shit for days at a time. Like it'll do that circle thing where it like almost uploads. Loading, yeah. It won't upload. Like, bro, I'm so sick of these motherfuckers fucking with me. I'm so fucking sick of it. But here's, and by the way, just so you know, most of my content, if not all of it, is going to be on po- my podcast. And then on this little private platform that I built for, for the, you guys that we're going to launch soon where the MFCEO project will be hosted. I'm probably done with fucking Instagram, just so you guys are aware. So if you don't see me post on there that much, the reason is, is because they fuck with me so hard, I can't even fucking post. Even if I post personal development shit, they fucking fuck with it. Mm. And like, I'm just so fucking tired of it. Like if these social media platforms would just run an open algorithm, they'd fucking make 10 times the amount of money. But the reason they won't do it is because they've already lied to people so much that if they do it, they'll be exposed anyway, which is the same thing that's happening on Twitter. You know, I saw someone on the left say, oh, Twitter's not protecting people from trolls anymore. Yeah, because you're the fucking trolls. You always have Twitter been. never protected anybody from trolls. No, bro, n- no. They protect the left from trolls. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right? And now they got an open format and all these people are freaking out because the real numbers of society are showing mm-hmm. and they can't post anything without getting abused when for the last 10 years, they were the abusers. Everybody else had to step in line. You, they could death threat you. They could they dox could, you, whatever bro, they want. They fucking, dude, I've been canceled so many fucking times. They've called here like thousands of times in a day before, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these motherfuckers don't give a fuck, but the minute it gets turned back on them, they fucking panic and throw a fucking fit. Anyway, the point is that's why they won't allow the shit. 
but dude, they're going to ruin their business because I can tell you this. I know more and more and more people are saying fuck Instagram and fuck Meta completely. Mm, yeah. More people are becoming disenfranchised with influencer culture and fucking all this fucking shit on the internet and these perfect lives. And that's what I wanted to actually get to. I made a post after my weekend of not being able to post. And basically the post was, hey, look, this shit's hard, but if you don't go through it, you're not going to get better. And you have to understand that anybody who's ever gotten better and anybody who's ever created, anybody who's ever built, anybody who's ever been something that you've looked up to has gone through these hard times without quitting. And I got all these fucking messages from people, dude. And they're like, I needed that today. I really needed to hear that. You know, I really love that you say that because you're so real and this and that. Listen, dude, I don't know who the fuck is telling y'all this shit's supposed to be easy. And I don't know who the fuck is telling y'all that it's easy for them. But I'm going to tell you right now, they're fucking full of shit. They're full of fucking shit. This shit is hard. Being a high achieving person is hard. Trying to win is hard. And when I say being a high achieving person, even if you're not yet, and that's what you want to be, it's hard. And if you commit to that path, it's hard. And it doesn't matter if your name is Joe fucking Blow or Andy Frisella or fucking anybody else, bro. It's hard as fuck. So like when you guys, you guys see these fuckers out here saying like, oh, you know, like they make it sound easy or look easy. And it makes you think that you're way less than my whole fucking point of doing any of this content. And it always has been this always has been this is to make you understand that I am no fucking different than you, bro. If you guys knew how fucking hard it is for me to get through a day sometimes, like if you fucking really knew, you would feel a lot better about your own abilities. Like I struggle like a motherfucker, dude. Like there's fucking days where I don't want to get out of bed. There's weeks at a time where I don't want to get out of bed, probably months at a time where I don't want to get out of bed. And I fucking do it because I have to. Like, dude, just because you guys don't see me doing my rucks or doing my workouts and shit, doesn't mean I ain't doing them. I'm still fucking doing them. And like, dude, to live to a high standard is, is a struggle for anyone. It's a, dude, I wrote the fucking book on it. I wrote the book 75 hard, bro. It's still hard as fuck every fucking day. So like, dude, you guys have to give yourself some fucking credit. Like just because you're struggling doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. You're doing it wrong. You're doing no. It wrong. Yeah. That dude, that's, that's the shit, hard man. part. That's the part that like, dude, this whole fucking idealistic nonsense influencer fucking bullshit on the internet is ruining people's fucking image of themselves and what it, it takes to actually win. And it fucking pisses me off, dude. Like when I see people who I know are perfectly capable and like smart, successful, badass people DMing me, and I'm not going to say their names because I, I don't do that shit. But saying like, bro, I'm really struggling and like fucking, you know, nobody can, I got nobody to talk. Bro, fucking talk to people, dude. Like everybody, it's hard for everybody. Every motherfucker out there that's trying to do fucking anything, whether it's fucking, you know, build a company or just be better in general. It's trying to get through life and not fucking drown. Yeah. Everybody's struggling, dude. This shit, this shit is fucking like, look, man. It's, it's choose your heart. It's the same shit I've been so saying forever and ever it, yeah. and ever. Yeah. The shit is going to be hard either way. You are either going to struggle from lack or you're going to struggle from the problems that come with abundance. And I can tell you from someone who struggled with both sets of problems that you want the problems of abundance, not the problems of lack. Okay? That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to say it any other clearly. You could, you could fucking justify your poverty all you want and you could say, oh, I don't need that shit. And you could say this, that, the other. Fine. I respect that. But here's the truth. 
I've had both sets of problems. And the set of problems with abundance of money is much better than the problems with no fucking money. Okay, so judge me however the fuck you want on that. I don't give a fuck. I'm just telling you the fucking no, that's facts. Real, that's real. And everybody knows that, though. Yeah, bro. but bro, but people, there's, this, there's people that think that because, you know, you get, they, they think because I'm going to get something or I'm going to get somewhere or I'm going to fucking meet someone or I'm going to get this job or I'm going to make this amount of money or I'm going to get this car or I'm going to get this girl or I'm going to get this thing and everything's going to be cool and everything's going to be happy. Bro, all you're doing is, is introducing an entire new environment that's going to have its own set of fucking issues to deal with. And so like you guys running from the hard shit who think you're going to find this place of fucking inner peace and serenity, you're fucking kidding yourselves, dude. It's not real. It's not real shit. Real shit is going through the process, understanding that there's always going to be problems that, have, that, that happen, understanding that the struggle is real and it's a real thing, having empathy for other people that are on the path, but also understanding that the reason you're struggling is to get to a point where the problems that you have aren't as fucking, you know, deadly as some of these problems, right? Like the problem, dude, I got a lot of fucking problems, bro. Like I have to deal with all kinds of fucking people, all kinds of personalities, all kinds of moods, all kinds of emotions, all kinds of fucking bullshit, if I'm being quite honest, all kinds of it, okay? I'm trying to live my life. There's not a single fucking time that I walk through my fucking life at this point in my life where the problem that fucking comes to me is something that I actually did. Mm. It's dealing with everybody else's fucking problems, okay? Now, in exchange for that, I don't have to worry about where the fuck I go to eat. Right. I don't have to worry about what car I drive. I don't have to worry about what fucking, you know, where, where I live, right? I don't Absolutely. have to worry about that shit. But I got to worry about so much other shit that most people never fucking consider, Right. Now, before I had those problems, when nobody gave a fuck, I didn't have any people, I didn't have any, I, I, I was trying to solve the problems of how to eat. That's what I'm saying. That's the trade-off. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. dude. So you don't have to have those problems, but. Yeah, but yeah. like my point is, is like you guys got to quit overestimating all these fucking people out there like there's fucking superheroes like that, and you ain't. It ain't fucking true. And anybody that presents themselves like that, I can't fucking stand it either. Oh, I'm built for the game. I'm built for, bro, I'll eat your fucking shit for breakfast, bro. I'll fucking dominate you a thousand times out of a thousand. You couldn't fucking hold my fucking jock strap. And I'm and it's hard for me. Yeah, right. So I know right. you're lying. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. right. So I know you're lying. Like, dude, and that's yeah. where I'm coming from with this shit. I'm so tired of fucking hearing all these perfection, these perfect lives, these fu this fucking fake shit uh, when it comes to business success, building building a life. And I, I'm just so fucking tired of it because, dude, when I post a post that says, hey, dude, I struggle just like you motherfuckers every day. It's like it's like they're surprised. Hmm. Bro, don't be surprised, man. Like, I, I listen, when I tell you I fucking struggle, I fucking struggle. I understand what the fuck you're going through. I've been through it. I've been through all stages of it from fucking where you are to fucking where you're going. I've, I've traveled that journey. Maybe you'll go a lot further than me. I hope you fucking do. I really do. But I'm telling you, man, and this is real shit. I'm good at what I do. I have fucking high, I have 24 years of fucking skills in my tool belt. Or I know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to really much anything at business at this point in time. It's still hard as fuck every fucking day. And that's not some bullshit, feel good, have sympathy for me shit. I'm telling you this because you need to quit beating yourself up thinking you don't have what the fuck it takes. You do have what the fuck it takes. You do have the ability to learn. You do have the ability to persevere. You just got to do it. And you got to quit putting people on pedestals. 
thinking Andy Frisella doesn't struggle. Are you fucking serious, bro? Like, if you follow me around for a week, you'd be like, fuck, dude, this guy's kind of a bitch. But the only thing that makes me not a bitch is that even though as hard as I struggle, I still fucking get it done. And that's all you got to do. To a high standard. That's yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good you look doing it. It doesn't matter, you know, that your friends think you're a fucking superstar. Or the internet thinks you're, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you do it and you do it to a high standard, like you just said. And like, dude, it breaks my heart for people when I see them talking about, you know, they're fucking like surprised, like, oh, bro, it's so cool. To, it's so refreshing to see someone say that they struggle. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I thought I made myself clear over the last eight fucking years. R real talk. Yeah. Like, have you, ever heard, have, you ever, have you ever heard me come in on a show ever? Any of you, anybody listening ever come in and say, yeah, this shit's easy, bro. I'm so skilled. This fucking shit's easy. Have you ever told me, have you ever heard me tell you that it was going to fucking take a short time? Did I ever tell you it was going to be easy? Did I ever tell you any of this shit? From day one, I've come on the fucking internet. From day one, I started my podcast. I've been telling you motherfuckers the truth. It takes a long time. It takes a lo lot longer than you think or want. It's hard as fuck. You're going to fucking lose a lot of friends. You're going to lose contact with a lot of people that aren't aligned with you. You're going to make new friends. Okay. But if you keep going, you're going to find out what it is that you were meant to do. And you're going to fucking be on a different level than everybody else that you know. And I've been telling you, this is the real story for years and years and years and years and years. And had you started listening in 2015, like a lot of you did, uh, you'd probably have a successful business now. Like a lot of people do that listen to the show. You know how many people I get letters from? And I mean, you see the fan mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get fucking, dude, I get fucking 50, 60 pieces of mail a day from people who have been listening. And they're like, tell me their story about how they built this and that and this. Bro. The proof is in the pudding. Mm, I got a Q&A from a guy that just got a promotion because of it. Well, we'll hit on that in yeah. a second. Bro, you, you got, I'm talking to you guys listening right now. You are far more fucking capable than you think you are. Stop putting people on a fucking pedestal thinking that they're better than you. They're not better than you. They might be doing it longer than you. They might, they might have this, they might be able to fake that it's easy for them. Okay, but it ain't. And I'm here to tell you, dude, and I say this from a place of humility because I have a lot to learn. But I'm pretty fucking good at what I do. And it's still hard as fuck. It's still hard as fuck. So take that for what it is. I'm just, I'm so tired of the internet making people feel like they're incapable because so many people put on this perfect fucking persona. Yeah. yeah I fucking man. hate it, dude. But then you think about how many people like are afraid of even just fucking going simply because of that. Bro, that you combine that with the cancel culture aspect and the mm -hmm. troll aspect of the internet. And you have a situation where because of, uh, and this is why, dude, this is why I think people should fucking start living in real life and building shit in real life. Not only do the numbers and the data say so, I believe people in general in mass are starting to realize that this technology is not fucking how we're supposed to spend our lives. I believe people are starting to realize that. Yeah. I see it in the numbers and the data of the companies I'm involved with. People are switching to fucking in-person. They want in-person product. They want in-person fucking shopping experience. They want community in person. They're tired of this shit. Mm -hmm. And I see the it. internet, the social yeah, media. And they're tired yeah. of being made to feel like they're a fucking loser by some fucking faker on the internet who really hasn't done a goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Like, bro, you know how hard it is for me to watch the internet and watch all these people pretend how fucking, how fucking badass they are knowing where I know exactly where they are and I know they're fucking lying and I know they're full of shit. And I know other people are watching them and saying, fuck, dude, it's, it's easy for this guy, but it's hard for me. Or it's easy for this girl, but it's hard for me. Just not meant to be. Bro, these people are full of shit. It's fucking hard. 
Anybody who tells you any different, dude, I wouldn't listen to another fucking word they say coming out of their fucking mouth. Period. Yeah, yeah. man. Real shit, man. Anyway. No, that, that's real shit, man. That's important. It's necessary. Yeah. It's necessary, man. And that's not, and it's not even like, it's not even meant to deter anybody from like. No. But it's just, no, a, it's no. an honest disclaimer. Okay. Look. I'm glad you said that, bro, because that can come off as deterrent. Yeah. I'm not deterring you. I am asking you to have a realistic understanding of what you're doing, who you're watching, who you're listening to, what you're believing and what you're not believing. Because the internet has this way of making us all feel alone, which by the way is intentional. If you go read the fucking chaos machine explains this, <clears throat> it makes us all feel alone. It makes us all feel inadequate. It makes us all addicted to attention, which is what fucking keeps us on the platform. You ever get that feeling like, oh, dude, I haven't posted in a while, so I don't know if people still like me, mm -hmm. right? Right? Well, I stopped posting three fucking years ago, bro. I'm, I pulled the experiment on myself. I'm doing better now than I was doing then. Mm -hmm. So if you think all your shit is dependent on that, you're fucking insane. And I've, I'm a case study for it. I've put, we've grown every year since then quite a bit. All right. I haven't posted in three years. So remember that when you think, oh, no, no blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. People are so consumed with their own shit. They don't notice when you're not there. And that's not a thing on you. But a lot of you guys do this shit because you feel like you have to. And the only reason you feel like you have to is because they've engineered this system to make you feel alone and to make you feel addicted to this fake fucking game. It's a game. Okay. When, and then while we're playing this game, we're ignoring all of our real life shit. Spend more time in reality, bro. Spend less time fucking listening to dumb fucks on here. Because I can tell you right now, most of these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. That's a fact, man. And you, you shouldn't be burying your own self-esteem because you see someone who's putting on this perfect persona. I'm fucking over it, dude. This is, dude, I really think I'm close to being done with Instagram forever. Like once I get that other platform launched, I am fucking done with it. Yeah. Like I'm done. I'm done. It's fucking so toxic, dude. The more and more I watch it, the more, like, the more, the more I have this mentality, the, the more I look at it and realize this. Mm. The more I'm like, fuck. Well, and you, and you, like, you know the, 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 the negative consequences of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, it's, it's like, it's like, I don't know, I'm trying to find a good metaphor for it, but it's like, once you know, like drinking, for example, like once you realize like, okay, like it's not there for me, it has no power over you anymore. So like, there's no need for it. There's no cravings for it. Like it just goes away, man. And I think we're, the society as a whole will be doing the same thing with social media. And all, I, all I feel like so too. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's going to be continued to use as a tool, but I, I mean like, dude, like most of my customers for my businesses are not on fucking Instagram or YouTube. Mm -hmm. They're not on there. And that's the thing. It's not to say that that's going to be completely eradicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, there'll still be its uses and they'll, they'll still be, it'll still be there. Yeah. You know, but I think we'll look at social media, how, you know, cigarettes are looked at now. You know what I saying? agree with that. It used to be the thing to do. Doctors were fucking Bro, I agree it. with that. I, I think now social, it's like, oh, you smoke I, cigarettes? All right, I think you know. social media will be our generation's cigarettes. Yeah, that's real shit. I, I really believe that. It's real shit. You know, we'll have our own little, uh, <laughs> you want to get on Twitter, you got to go to the fucking little social media section over there in yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, bro, I really, I really, I really think that's, I'll tell you what, dude, like when I go to dinner with someone and they're on social the whole time, I won't go to dinner with them ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Ever again. Like if I go to dinner with you, like this is fair warning. Like if you and I sit down for dinner and you're checking your social media and your shit on your phone, when you're sitting with me, 
I won't go out with you ever again. Not only that, I probably won't pick up the phone when you fucking call it. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I'm yeah. so over it, dude. I'm it's so... a real struggle, man, because those interpersonal skills are just lost. Bro, I really believe that everything's going to go back into in-person. Yeah. I truly believe it. Yeah. I'm probably the only motherfucker out there saying it, too. But I truly believe that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, even if I don't it, think it's going to go full all the way back. In that's what I'm saying. Obviously, There's still be a use there. Technology yeah. will be. I'm not saying that social media is going to fucking fail. I'm saying until they get their shit fixed and until it's fucking a healthy place, people are going to go back this other way. That's real, man. That's real. And dude, uh, by the way, we we had a bunch of comments on this because we talked about this, I think, on CTI or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, young and old. Didn't we? Young and old. Didn't we have a bunch of comments of people being like, yeah, dude, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Young and old. All over the place, man. Because like I said, people are realizing it, man. And like, that's, we are hardwired as humans to crave this interpersonal connection. Social media, these phones, they try to hack that by tapping into dopamine responses and things like that. But at the end of the day, this in per- like this is still going to be required at a primitive le- level. Dude, like, you can't go around it, dude. You know, dude. And they're trying to remove it all so they can control all of us. It ain't gonna happen. I, I don't. I don't think it is either. I think there's a cultural revolt against technology. Yeah. I think when people truly wake up to technology and they understand how fucking unregulated it has been abused, meaning like how they listen to us. You know, you motherfuckers like like people like to laugh. They're like, oh, dude, we were just talking about that. And, they sure me mad. Yeah, right, right, right. That's not funny. No, no. They listen to everything you fucking say, bro. These people have gained access to every conversation between human beings on the fucking planet without any regulation. And there's not a person listening to this show that thinks that's okay or not a violation of privacy. We deserve our own fucking lives. These people do not allow us to have it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, you know, if you ever feel like, you know, you're alone, just remember your FBI agents always listen. That's right. <laughs> right. Sometimes I talk to those people. How many yeah. times has there been text messages when I've been texting, me and you've been texting, I'd be like, hey, you FBI guys, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We're cool. We're good. Yeah, like I know you're fucking watching. <laughs> the good news is, is most of the people in the FBI are good people. That's the truth. Mm. And, you know, the, it's the top fucking ranked people that are okay with doing all this fucked up shit. The people who actually join that are pure of heart and pure of character that, to serve, they fucking hate this shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's we're talking CTI. Yeah, that's another episode. You guys yeah. catch that later this week. Yeah, let's get going. Let's make some people better, man. Andy, uh, question number one. Andy, I've been doing a powerless daily since that episode, uh, since you first released it. And as a result, um, I've switched careers from an hourly mechanic to a project manager at the same company because of it. It took four years of using the powerless consistently to make it happen. I finally reached the major milestone from my vision board, but I feel like I have a mental hangover because everything is so new and I don't know what to shoot for next. My question to you is, when you finally achieve something you've dreamed and worked towards for years, is this hangover feeling normal? And then how do you find the next step of the journey? Well, I think usually people get to a point, so, if you get if you achieve a goal without another goal behind it, okay, you, you're gonna have that hangover part. Mm. All right. Because what, what you're feeling now is like you've just worked and worked and worked and worked and worked, achieved, and now you're you're here. It's like now what? Well, yeah, and you're already in this habit of all these things. So don't quit that habit, bro. Pick a new spot to be and start doing the work over again. This is the process of lifetime fulfillment and success, is 
you raise the bar before you hit the bar. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you're going to raise the bar, and like when I set a goal for myself, bro, like I actually never really achieve my goals. And here's why. Now, I know that sounds weird, but here's why I don't achieve them. Because I set a goal. Then when I get within reach of the goal, I'm already setting a new goal past that goal because I know I'm going to achieve this one. Mm. Okay. And so it's not about achieving the goal. It's about raising the bar when you recognize that it can be raised. Yeah. And champions, people who fucking win over the course of their life, those people are raising the bar before they ever get over the fucking first bar that they set. They're already looking at it and say, oh, well, okay, I got this first win. Like, like, like our guy here, I got this first win. Took me a long time. Now your goal should be something past that. And you should be understanding that you just learned four years worth of skills that'll help you achieve this next goal in a much quicker time of, of uh, reference. Yeah, it might so, be two years now. It might yeah. be a year. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. the point, you might have to change companies and go somewhere else where your skills are valued, where you can escalate that. But the answer to your question is the reason that you feel off is because you haven't picked something new to go after. Mm. And dude, like this is a big thing. People think that, you know, you hit these goals or you hit these milestones and you know, you're there, but like, dude, it's a long race. Like yeah. we always have to be moving and upping. And the whole point of the power list is to consistently evolve you. It's not to hit goals. It's to build your skills over the course of time. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're creating momentum, you're creating momentum, you're creating momentum. Okay, cool. You hit this goal. That doesn't really matter anymore. You continue to create, 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 create. And the achievements come. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. In my, in my experience, and would you agree with this, man? Because, like, you know, there's been a couple of, like, goals that I've, milestones, I'll call them, that I've hit. Like, for me, it's weird because, like, I don't even feel, like, satisfied with them almost. It's, it's like. Well, look, man, I'm probably the wrong person to talk to about that aspect of it because I, one of my personal faults that I struggle with is that I don't celebrate at all. Mm -hmm. All right. Which isn't good either. And I've said this before. Like, I've told you guys, winners don't celebrate. And that was five, six years ago. And I thought I knew my shit. Well, I was a little bit wrong on that because here's something I've learned is that when, when I don't celebrate or at least acknowledge what I've done, I, I, I have a self-belief inside of me that I haven't done shit, mm. right? And so like recently, you know, because this last year and a half has been so fucking hard for me mentally with that injury and then getting off my antidepressants and, you know, then I got that fucking blood infection. Like it's been thing after thing after thing. You know, I haven't been able to get back to my whole self in that time frame yet, yeah. which I'm working on now. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've had to be consistently reminded, especially in dude, Ed Milet does this very well for me. And this is one of the things I love about Ed so much as a friend is that like, he'll remind me. Cause like, I know you guys think you hear the brash, you know, Andy that says whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but like, bro, I'm a human being. And so like, when I start, you know, struggling, like, I do get down and I do think like, fuck, dude, you ain't shit. Like you haven't done shit. And like Ed has to remind me. He's like, bro, um, have you looked around? No, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But yeah. like, dude, that's what, but even me, right? Like all of you guys are probably laughing at me right now being like, what the fuck are you talking about, mm -hmm. dude? But like, if that affects me, think how it affects everybody else. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's normal for us to get down and we have to remind ourselves of the shit that we did. Yeah. So when I say, you know, don't celebrate, what I really mean is don't get hung up on your fucking old shit to where you don't keep moving forward. Don't stay celebrating. Yeah, because that yeah. shit will stop you in your tracks. And, you know, 
everybody grows, everybody changes. You know, who I was three, four, even two years ago, I'm not that person anymore. I'm a different person. I've learned a lot. That's why I don't have any shame in telling you guys like, hey, I was fucking wrong on that. But um, I still believe that not celebrating for more than 24 hours is a good thing. Mm. But I do think celebrating is important because when you don't celebrate, then it never really locks it in that you actually achieved anything. And you always feel like you're just spinning your wheels with no fucking progress. And that's yeah. where I get into because mm. I don't celebrate. Like I, you know, I was talking to Ed about this like a couple months ago and he's like, bro, he's like, you're, you're telling yourself like fake stories. Like this isn't real. Like, like, have you looked around? Like, do you look at, look at the people that like your company changes? Look at all the people who've changed with 75 hard and live hard. Look at all the people your podcast has helped grow businesses. Look what you've done with Arate Syndicate. Look what you've done with fucking like, and he goes down the list over and over, you know, look at all the transformations that happen because of first form or S2 or. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the companies you've created and I'll employ people. And he's laying all this shit out and I'm hearing them. But because I never celebrated any of it, it doesn't feel real. Mm. Does that make sense? You all kept yeah. The and he's like, bro, yeah. you got one of the best car collections on the fucking planet. I know. But like, I like, it still doesn't feel real. It's feel because mm. I never celebrated. it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if I have a regret, one of my regrets is that I, I didn't ever celebrate because I was so fucking hungry to get away from where I was that I just said, fuck it. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm still. And by the way, I still have that mentality. It's ingrained in me. It's who I am, Yeah. but it's one of my faults. One of my faults is I have to remind myself the truth. Mm. The truth is that I have done some pretty incredible shit, especially for someone my age so far in life. Yeah. And I don't say that to brag because on the, on the, on the, on the side of, you know, feeling high on myself or low on my, dude, I feel low on myself probably more than I feel high on myself. That's dude, that insecurity, that fucking, that feeling of inadequacy is, is a main driver for all fucking very successful people. Yeah. They never feel like they're good yeah. enough. Okay. And I'm no different. I feel like there's going to be more to so, be done. Yeah. yeah so when yeah. you guys think like, Oh dude, this guy's fucking cocky or this is that bro, you're, you're reading it wrong. Mm -hmm. You're reading it wrong. Cause I have to constantly be reminded of all the great shit that I've done from other people for me to even believe it. And so I'm working on trying to acknowledge that through learning how to celebrate and uh, become a more, you know, well-rounded uh, person in that regard. Yeah, but both things, two, those two things can be true at the same time. You, it's, it's true that you have done a lot, but it's also true that you still got a long way to go. Absolutely. And just maintaining yeah. that focus. Is but I think it's point. important for us to have real talks with ourselves occasionally about what the truth is of what we have done. And mm -hmm. I think if most of you, like you, you have two kinds of people, you have the kind of people who overinflate the shit that they've done, yeah. which I actually feel like is a lot of people. And then you have people who underinflate the shit that they've done. And I feel like that's a lot of people too. And when you could compare who does more in the real world, it's always the people that think less of themselves than it is the people that think more of themselves. So I think it's important yeah. for people to really give an honest assessment about where your ego is, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't want, you don't want to be beating yourself up. But you also don't want to be blowing yourself up either, mm -hmm. right? We got to be realistic with it. And so like celebrating is a good anchor for achievement where we realize, okay, I did that, but now I'm going to move to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have any of those memories, bro. I never celebrated. Like, yeah. like all those pictures that you see with people getting a car or, you know, doing these amazing things with their business and shit or whatever their person. I don't have that shit. And I know that for a fucking fact, bro. Like you've had a few cars get delivered that are like, you know ridiculous people don't even know i have them all right cool put it in the garage and you fucking you go to work yeah i'm like what, what bro what are we doing you don't want to hit the back road yeah. real quick you yeah. know what i'm saying it's just it, dude it's it's unhealthy in, in the mm. in the 
other way that yeah. most, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you got to find man. that balance, dude. So that's like, true. you know, for this gentleman, acknowledge that you, that's great, dude. Four years, fucking got your, got your thing. That's awesome. Celebrate it, bro. Make it a big moment in your life. But now let's set something new and let's go after that. That's real. Andy, I love it. Uh, question number two. Okay. Andy, you are set back uh, 24 years. Zero dollars. You have no contacts, no resources, no business, no social media, no email list, no dedicated employees, nothing to fall back on. All you have is a knowledge that you have in your brain currently. What's your first move and how do you go from there? Well, I would obviously probably take care of or take advantage of the free technology that we have to promote ourselves first. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. I have a pretty good way of speaking certain things. People seem to like it been popular for a long yeah. time. <laughs> so I would probably pick up my phone and I would start talking some shit. That's what I would do mm. uh, to get some people to pay attention. I would also probably start working on uh, a real business plan of what I thought could be done, how I would utilize technology, what I could do for the least amount of money. You know, one of the things that makes uh, an effective entrepreneur is doing a lot for a little. And one mm. of the best reasons that I feel like I've been able to do some things in real life is because for the first 10, 12 years, we were so fucking broke that I had to get creative and I understood um, guerrilla marketing techniques. I understood how to, how, to, how to create buzz when there was no buzz. I understood how to meet customers when there were no customers. And those are skills that you can't replace. You know, I don't really think I would do too much different in terms of what I did in reality, yeah. except for I would implement technology into it. Mm. Um, because it's available. Yeah, yeah. because it's available and yeah. it speed things up. Like, dude, I did like I did social media the first fucking 10 years, guys. It just wasn't on social media. It was in real life. Mm. Like I walked like like you guys, you know, you think sending a DM to introduce yourself. Well, I walked into stores and I shook hands, introduced myself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I did it. And I did that way for years and years and years. And that allowed me to learn the compounding effect of like actually giving a fuck about meeting people and doing that work. And dude, like a lot of people. <clears throat> You know, they want, they want the fast track, okay? Like, they want all the customers and they want all the attention. Let's say you just create some viral personality that gets all this attention. Well, that's fine. You probably sell some stuff for a while, but now you're going to have to learn all the hard shit in front of a whole bunch of people, mm -hmm. right? Like, you're going to fuck up all their orders. You're going to fuck up all your marketing. You're going to make all the fucking mistakes in front of the whole world. And, you know, that's, that's dangerous because the reality is, is, just like when I was coming up, you know, if I didn't have a, uh, so what, the way I describe it is this, if you have a bucket, right, and you're going to pour water into it, customers, you don't want any holes in the bucket, mm. okay? So you're going to do everything you can to make sure that the bucket's not leaking before you start pouring extra water in it. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Most companies don't do that. Most companies are in such a hurry to get the customers that they don't think about the holes in the bottom of their boat. They don't think about, um, their shipping uh, systems. They don't think about their customer interaction systems. They don't think about uh, their fulfillment systems. They don't think about the experience of what a customer is going to experience. They don't think about none of this shit. All they think about is the money. Mm. And because all they think about is money, they go out in a hurry to get all the marketing attention to pour it in their bucket that has a bunch of holes in it and it flows right through. And this is what most people do with their businesses. So my, what I would do is I would work just, I would actually do the same thing I did. Like we never advertised until I felt like we were confident that we could at least 
provide a, a high level experience for, for the majority of our customers, meaning 99% of them with the occasional fuck up. Well, cause that's a lot of, it's going to be a lot of new eyes on it, right? Like, yeah, of course. And the first impression is everything. And if you fucking, if you pour all the attention in onto your widget, even with technology and you ain't ready to fucking service it, yeah. you're going to fuck your whole shit up. Yeah, if you got a bag of shit, all you're doing is just showing a bag of shit. That's right. And every, <laughs> and all the people can talk now. Like all mm. the people can talk in, in, uh, instantly. Yeah. So they're going to say like, Hey, did you buy from DJ's? fucking you know widget Shit company? factory yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be like yeah i brought well, i bought one of dj's widget it fucking sucked it took me fucking three months to get it it fucking didn't fit right mm-hmm. fucking blah 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 the, the people were rude see like that those things all those things the the hospitality element the experience element of your business are often overlooked mm-hmm. and the reason the reason they're so rare and the reason they're so valuable is because most people overlook them so if you're a small business and you're looking for an edge, bro, look at the customer experience that you can provide and make that the best that you can, because that's going to give you an excellent advantage over everybody else that's also selling widgets. Yeah. And most people don't even think about it. Once someone It's makes, not even hard, especially no, right now, No, bro. it is hard. It takes effort. You got to fucking pay attention. You got to care. You got to build relationships. It takes a lot more effort to do business that way. But the reality is when you do business that way, a couple good things happen. One- People become advocates of your brand and they talk for you, okay? Like a lot of the guys that listen to this show, like a lot of you guys, you guys, you guys talk for us. Mm-hmm. We don't advertise this show. You guys, you, it's, a, it's a perfect example, actually. We give out free game. You guys decide if it's good enough to share or not. And it's shown over eight years that you guys care enough and think it's good enough that you share it consistently, which is reflected by the rankings that we have on the audio platforms, right? Yeah. So- Business is no different. You, you, you're looking for a competitive advantage and often you're looking in your product. You're looking at whatever your widget is. You're like, my widget's got to be lighter, faster, more powerful. Yes, it does have to be and you should always innovate those things. But if you're overlooking the experience, bro, you're going to get crushed by someone who fucking does that. Mm. You're going to get crushed by them. So like for, for, and this is where it's cheap. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It's just hard mm. and it, it takes a lot to be effective. But like, bro, what happens if you can build that from day one where you are like 24 years ago? Because yeah. I didn't start even understanding that until I was 11, 12 years into the business. Mm. So where would I have been had I understood that then? You knew that in the beginning. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, you guys, I, I think anyone who's starting a business, I would switch places. Like, this is no bullshit. That question, mm. for every single motherfucker listening to the show, every single fucking one of you, I would switch places with you in that scenario. If I could start over today with everything I know and give everything up, I would start over in a fucking second because I know exactly how I would do it. I know exactly how it would work. I know exactly how I could save the first 10 years. And I'm telling you how to do that for fucking free here. That's it. So you know, I know a lot of you guys think that's bullshit, but like it ain't. If I could have the time back and the knowledge, yeah. bro, come on. <laughs> it wouldn't even be fair. No, but that's a testament to how fucking... That's a testament, just like the last question where like you guys feel like that might be a knock or discouragement. No, it's a testament to your actual potential and what you're capable of doing right now in this environment, which is amazing. Like mm. you, you guys have more opportunity and more potential right now than any generation that's ever fucking exists in entrepreneurship ever, ever, mm. ever, ever. It's never been easier. So in one, in one aspect, you're saying it's, it's, it's still fucking tough, but it's never been easier to do. <laughs> It's tough to understand the fundamentals the proper way and execute them. Yeah. 
It's never been easier to get people's attention and get them as customers. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, you have to exercise some discipline to what I just said. Like, do you want everybody, do you, like now on your widget company that you just started, do you want everybody looking at your bullshit widgets? No. Or would you like your widgets to be fuck quality before you showed them people? I want them to be fucking undeniable. Do you want people when they order your widgets to get the widget three months from now or do you want them to get it tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. It'd probably be a good, a good idea to fix those two items and create a great experience before you start asking for the digital attention that we can get so easily now. Yeah, that's real. That's the point I'm trying to make. Love it, man. Uh, guys, Andy, our third and final question now, for now, you. Now, dude, also, yeah. that's something I didn't have to worry about then. I didn't have to worry about that. You so mean under, the, the spotlight? Uh, understand aspect? how fucking powerful what I just gave you is. I didn't have to worry about that because there was no social. Mm -hmm. There was no way for me to get mass attention back then. Didn't exist. We're talking 1999, 2000, 2001. Didn't exist. It was unaffordable to us. I could have ran ads. We couldn't do it. Yeah. Now, I was forced. I was forced to learn what I just explained, meaning build good products. Do the best you can with service. Relate to your customers. Create an amazing experience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? I was forced to learn that over time. Nowadays, people can start a fucking Instagram and get with a good digital marketer and get hundreds of thousands of people looking at them not understand, and I see this a lot with personal brands. How many personal brands do we see of these young kids that are 22 years old, life coaching, that then get blown up for being full of shit, and their name is ruined forever? Yeah. Okay, so they don't understand the lesson that I just gave. They don't understand the power of negative attention when you're not ready to get the attention. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, dude, it's important for you to realize how valuable what I just explained to you is. Build your shit. Build good systems. Be confident in them. Test them. Make sure there's no holes in the bucket. Then start pouring some in and see if there's any holes. Then when there's no holes there, start pouring a little more in. When I say pour in, I'm talking about digital attention that we can buy very cheaply. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. All right. Absolutely. It's important shit. <clears throat> well, I mean, but that, you also go pretty deep into those concepts and systems in Arte, though, too, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, listen, I'm giving you the fucking tip here, all right? This is just a fucking tip. You want the girth. That's the game we're playing. Yeah, here. You, you want, want me to fuck the shit out of you? <laughs> you come into fucking Arte. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. This I don't know how to say it any better. It's first base. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And then that's not even the value of Arte. The value of Arte is that you're fucking surrounded by fucking thousands of other people that have the same fucking goal as you that actually want to help. Not only do they actually want to help, they actually want to be a good, a good uh, influence on the world. Yeah. But like, bro, the point is, you know, <clears throat> you can align with people who fucking are on the same journey as you. How, how much help, like, I can just tell you, you don't know because you haven't been on the journey, but I can tell you this. The few key people that I was aligned with along the way of my journey are the reason I'm successful. Like, that's it. Like, I had a fucking three or four key people in our industry that guided me down the path. And like without them, I wouldn't have been anywhere. Mm. I, I, I would have fucked it all up, yeah. you know? So I got lucky to have and meet a couple of those people that, that were friendly to me and treated me good. But you could accelerate that by, you know, an, a group, you know, a group scenario with a network like that. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Uh, question number three. Andy, 
After listening to the Q&AF episode on visualization, I realized that I am a victim of why does this shit always happen to me all the time? My brain constantly goes straight to the negative outcome multiple times a day. I keep thinking of the worst scenarios. And if anything goes wrong, my brain says, see, see, I knew that uh, I knew this bad shit would happen. I feel like I'm always constantly trying to fight the feeling of a victim mentality. What's the best way to overcome the constant influx of negative thoughts? Man, you're in a negative feedback loop. So you're you're in a negative thought feedback loop. So what's happening for you is that you have identified these negative things that you were looking at. And when the neg- when the thing happens, you're saying, see, I fucking told you, right? Which sets an expectation. You get what you expect. This is how the universe works. When I talk about law of attraction, visualization, oftentimes I also talk about expecting the result, okay? So what happens is we develop this perspective of looking at things and saying, well, this always happened to me. Fuck, this fucked up. And then the next day, something minor happens, like something not big. No, it's not a huge deal. Something else happens. And we look at it and we say, fuck, see, this always happens to me. And eventually what happens is you train your fucking brain to look for anything that can fit in that fucking square hole that you're fitting the injustices into. Mm, Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so when you when you create this negative feedback loop, it is very difficult to move out of. Now, what you have to do to move out of it, the first thing I would recommend, bro, is that you do 75 hard. The reason that I recommend that you do it is because you're gonna be fucking sore and you're gonna be fucking tired and you're not gonna have a whole lot of time to dwell on all the bad shit. All right. So a lot of times we just need distractions from shit Mm. to remind us that this shit is the volume is actually way down on this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you make your life a little bit fucking more difficult, the things that seem hard or bad actually get the volume turned down on them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. All right. So, and the key is to eventually replace this with a positive feedback loop. And so while you're doing 75 hard, I would ask you to visualize the whole time about all the shit you're wanting to become who it is you're becoming, and then taking inventory and knowing every single day that you wake up, I did that yesterday, I'm better than I was yesterday. That's a big aspect of the program. Mm. I am better than I was yesterday. And I'm speaking about me. Today, I am better than I was yesterday because yesterday I fucking did my work. Mm. And I'm much better than I was two days ago or three days ago because I did my work all three of those days. So now I get to look back and I say, well, I may not be where I want to be, but I am absolutely 100% moving in the right direction. That helps us break that negative feedback loop. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. Okay, and then also understanding realistic expectations of life. Okay, so many people go through life. I I naturally suffer from pretty high anxiety levels because I'm high strung. When I start, when anxiety starts to become a problem for me, I start to look for ways to eliminate anxiety. But that's the wrong way to look at it because, dude, anxiety is a, is a natural part of every single fucking human being's actual day. There's not a single person that goes through the day without some sort of fucking anxiety. It's just normal. Okay, so when you start looking to go through a day with no anxiety and then you get a little bit, it gets amplified to be the end of the world. And you start saying, see, these f- fucking God hates me, dude. He made me anxious today. Look at this shit. It always, and it becomes this. So we have to have realistic expectations that we are going to experience struggle. We are going to experience hard things regardless of how much we're trying or how much, 
good we're doing. It's, it's the nature of the fucking beast. So my answer is, you know, first, you know, be aware that you're doing this to yourself. Second, get yourself uh, nice and tired and sore and fucking focus on something else. Third part of uh, live hard, 75 hard, which that, it's for free. It's episode 208 is reading. Reading is a big reading is a big help to help you break these negative feedback loops because you're putting positive shit in your fucking brain. All right. Um, How can you be negative when you got positive shit coming in? Well, you can be, but if you put enough positive shit in your brain, you actually allow yourself to be absorbed in the book. It helps tremendously. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fourth, pay attention and give yourself credit for the progress that you are making and understand that you could feel pretty good when you know I'm absolutely better than I was yesterday. Like I'm absolutely a better human. Like right now, I'm speaking for me because I'm on 75 hard. I'm day 15 and I'm doing it with a lot of intent, uh, high, high intent. And I'm a much better person than I was a week ago. It's, it's a fucking undeniable fact. I just am. I've learned more. I've done more work. I'm, I'm, I got better body comp. Like I'm healthier. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's undeniable. I cannot fucking argue with it. It's real shit. All right. And when we're in that place, it's kind of hard to fuck with people like that. All right. So just be aware and then work to break through it. I wish there was an easy uh, thing to say, hey, you know, just snap your fingers. You're thinking about stuff stupid. But I've been in these things, too. So is everybody else listening. We all know how hard it is to reframe our mind. But one of the things that you need to really do and what's helped me is is it's, it's little bites at a time. This is why the power list is so important, too. If you follow a power list, um, you can actually look back over the course of your last week because as someone who wants to achieve more, be more, do more, become more, we naturally have this, this drive that we're not good enough because that's what makes us want to be more. Mm-hmm. All right. So if we always have this piece of us that says we're not good enough, that's driving us to be more, that means that that piece of us is not good enough oftentimes convinces us that we're really pieces of shit. So we have to remind ourselves of the work that we yeah. actually do to say, no, I'm actually not a piece of shit. I might've been way back then, but I'm doing what the fuck I can do right now. And you need to feel good about it. And that can help break a feedback loop. Um, sometimes it naturally fades out. And I think all the things I recommend, if you did that for just two weeks, bro, you're going to find yourself in a complete different mental state. Yeah, that's real, man. I love it, man. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah, that's three. Go pay the fee. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll, can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed. Close.